Welcome to the Classroom Academy Learning Made Real, a podcast about educational issues, preparing the next generation of teachers to meet those demands, and in general, the pursuit of excellence. Hi, I'm Colleen McDonald, a career educator, a national board certified teacher, and the director of the Classroom Academy, a two-year teacher residency model. And I'm joined today with my co-host, Luke. Hi, everyone. My name is Luke Karayda-Mude, and uh, my work as a researcher and innovation consultant has brought me into the podcasting platform landscape. And uh, through all that, I've met Colleen along the way, and we're teamed up here to make this podcast. So thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks to our guests. In today's episode, Luke, we're going to be talking with two great educators about hearing the call to become a teacher and why someone might want to change careers or make the commitment to come into to teaching and really influence the next generation. Anna Kirst is a career changer who came through the Classroom Academy residency program and is now entering the profession. And Colleen Lester is an elementary principal who has worked with many early career teachers. Welcome to both of you, Anna and Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Nice to be here. Hi, thanks for having us. I'm glad you could join us. I kind of wanted to start, Anna, with you, if you don't mind, because you are a career changer and came through the Classroom Academy, and I had the pleasure of meeting you. So could you tell us a little bit about what brought you into teaching? Oh, yes, I would love to. So I have always loved the English language, and I always enjoy the idea of sharing my passion with others. So right after I finished my high school, um, I moved on and completed a four-year degree in teaching. But a series of events happened in such a way that I didn't have the opportunity to continue my education. So that is probably one of my biggest regrets in life, that I never obtained my master's degree. But I was fortunate to have gained employment in a local healthcare facility. Eventually there I was a team manager. And while I was in that role, I realized that I was mostly teaching my fellow uh, staff or medical providers. And that's how I realized that maybe I need to go back to teaching. And that's um, how I enrolled in the master's program. And that's how I met you at the college. When you think about your cohort, I'm wondering what differences or similarities you saw between yourself and other cohort members, because everybody's kind of at a different stage. So I was wondering... What similarities and differences you saw? Yes, that's really interesting. I didn't anticipate I would meet this type of diversity in my cohort members. Um, And I've had the chance to work with and learn from some very talented individuals. Some of them were really young, having just graduated from their undergrad degree. Others had just briefly tried other things and eventually came to teaching. Um, What I really felt that it made my experience different um, was that I had to juggle, you know, between family and responsibilities and coursework. And I think that uh, truly made a separation between me and others. I actually chose to move into teaching because I really wanted to get that emotional satisfaction that um, really other careers I don't believe they offer. So, Colleen, when you think and look at uh, the career educators you've worked with, the early careers, and you have worked with many residents through the program as well, um, what are some of the commonalities that you notice in successful candidates? 
the students that have gone through the residency program tend to have a little bit more maturity. They kind of already have their work personality. They tend to have a better knowledge of self and a better understanding of how they work, things like how they collaborate with others. Also, the career changers, I find they know that they want this, so sometimes they're just willing to work that much harder for it. I will also say teachers that have gone through the rigor of a residency-type program have the skills as they hit the ground running. Anna, as you're listening to Colleen, it what are some ways that you think schools might support career changers differently? How might your needs differ from other new hires? Actually, I recall my first day in the classroom two years ago um, as a resident teacher, and I remember how nervous I felt of the whole new environment. You know, I had been out of the school for so many years, so this was completely in a different setting for me, uh, being the one in a, in a way in charge. But the way that I felt that the school supported me, they were very welcoming, the school district in, entirely, the staff and the, even the students, they were very welcoming of uh, me being a resident teacher in this program. They allowed me to work a two full year program um, alongside an experienced teacher and I was able to plan and deliver lessons, engage in meetings, IEP meetings, 504 meetings, everything that a teacher is really responsible to do. And I think that this type of full immersion into, into this two-year program has brought so many valuable experiences that I had never really considered before entering this job. Yeah, I never really consider that you have to be so prepared for the unexpected and having to make immediate decisions on fast moving situations and mediate conflicts and all these things that a teacher has to do on a daily basis. So Anna, how do you leverage your previous work and life experiences? as you came into the classroom? As for life experience, the fact that I had a family of my own, I felt that it gave me a perspective as a parent, first of all, into teaching that I wouldn't have had otherwise. As for my professional experience, I have gained from that excellent time management skills and ability to multitask and manage multiple tasks. And I believe that those skills were essential for me to completing this program since there were so many moving parts to it between schoolwork and being in the actual classroom. And this also helped me develop quality lesson plans and implement them successfully. I believe it definitely gave me a lot of quality skills that I was able to translate into the classroom. And can I ask Colleen, do you see a difference between those teachers that have come right out of high school into teacher's college into the into the classroom versus those teachers that have changed careers and what they're bringing to the classroom? When someone comes out of another work life, they bring different skills. They also tend to be somewhat more mature because they've already worked in a different field. Um, like Anna had said, time management seems to be a, a strength that someone that's coming out of another field when they come into the classroom. I think that when you look at them as a building leader, you say, what strengths do they have that they can we can capitalize on in the classroom for the benefit of student learning? Yeah, and I mean, the, the role of a teacher 
is not just held within within the halls of, of a school. I think I've found that with people I've talked to along the way is when you ask them who their best teacher was, it isn't always, you know, their grade four teacher. Sometimes it's a, a skilled worker who taught them the ropes at their job. I heard from a, a, a teacher and a principal of a school that it was their his karate instructor when he was a kid. You know, it's a noble calling and it's a, we call it the noble profession, right? But but there are teachers in every corner of life. So it, it is something that it's people gravitate towards do you find uh anna that you just felt like it was a calling to you yeah i think truly that's what it really was and i don't know if i understood that when i graduated high school and i i think the idea of being 18 and knowing exactly what you want to do with your life um doesn't always work for everybody and i thought at the time i wanted that then i changed my mind and that's how i moved on to other things but Somehow in my previous job as a team uh, manager, I happened to have a role that involved teaching primarily. And I took a while to actually analyze and realize that that's truly the only thing that I really loved about the job. So as you think about, because of course, New York State's facing a teacher shortage and we're thinking about how to best recruit people into teaching and kind of awaken people to the idea that there is this other calling. What would you say to someone who is in another career and thinking about changing to teaching? Anna? I honestly think that the best advice I could give anyone is to do a lot of soul searching and truly putting in balance what they truly want their future to look like. That's what I had to do. Did I want to stay in a job that it didn't fulfill me fully? But I also think that it's important to have people that support you and understand, especially if you have a family. It it is not easy. Thanks, Colleen. What would you say to a potential new recruit? So I like how Anna was talking about really doing some soul searching and determining what you want. And Luke had earlier referred to teaching as a noble profession. Teaching is incredibly layered. I don't know that people realize that, that aren't in the world. Um, Every day is very Mm -hmm. different. Every day is very challenging. Some days more challenging than others, but no two days are ever the same. But ultimately, when you look back on your time as a teacher, you are able every year to really have had an impact on on someone else's life. The fact that you have an impact on people immediately, but then also future generations, is a pretty powerful motivator to do the work. Every day you're helping people. So, you know, you might be helping someone learn how to tie their shoes. You might be helping somebody learn algebra. But ultimately, you're really helping to create, you know, generations. You're helping people become lifelong learners. You're helping people become interested in things that, you know, might be another career. You know, in fifth grade science, you could be creating an engineer. You don't always know your impact and you don't always feel your impact right away. But every year you can look back and say, wow, I did that. It's really a very much a legacy job. Not only are you helping individual children, but collectively, especially over a teacher's career, you're really helping shape society and really helping develop that educated um, citizenry that's going to be making the decisions over the course of the next generations. 
Absolutely. And you're you're setting the tone. A 10 minute engaging lesson could hook a kid for a, a career in any, you know, anything that they choose. Something you did or said in the classroom can change a life. It's really powerful. And that's exactly really why I wanted to go into teaching. My significant other, he's also a teacher. Over the course of the time that I've known him, it, it truly made me realize what a powerful and empowering job this is. And that's really what I wanted. I felt that I had something to share with others, a knowledge and a love that I wanted to share. So that's why I'm doing it. You know, I think over the pandemic, people spent a lot of time really being a little bit more reflective on their lives and what they wanted to do. And I think people were maybe a little bit more insightful. I think there was a little bit more personal awareness happening, but I don't think that people always understand how teachers are leaders and how much of an impact the, the day-to-day process of teaching is. So again, it's, it's a call to leadership. So we're talking about how important the impact is. Maya Angelou once said that people don't remember uh, what you said, they remember how you made them feel. And I guess I'm wondering if you were to meet one of your third grade students uh, in 20 years, what is it that you hope you've instilled or what would you like them to remember about their interaction with you? This is very interesting because I actually thought about this already. I actually did have a student this year that I had connected with and I had not anticipated I would. Having started on a rough note, I, I did not anticipate that our relationship would grow to the level that it did. It made me think a lot about the idea of whether he would remember me um, if I were not to return to the school district. And then I hoped that maybe when he would be in his 20s, he'd remember that I got him a book and um, I told him that I really wanted him to continue reading. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. That's okay. So that he would feel valued and seen by you and understood. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going with the word acceptance. A young man approached me in a store and I did not remember him because he was an adult and he looked a little bit different, but I did have him in a high school class. And um, he shared with me that he was a struggling learner and, you know, and that I that he felt very comfortable in my classroom and that I never made him feel less than and that he was willing to ask questions and ask for help and was happy to come to my class every day. He took away from my classes that he was accepted and it was okay and and that he still had the ability to learn and be respected no matter what his ability or disabilities might be. So a last piece of advice that I could share with those that are considering changing their career to teaching, if you feel that you're looking for something that will motivate you and make you feel rewarded, this is definitely a job that would give you that satisfaction. It is not an easy job, just as Colleen mentioned, no two days are the same. But it is also a place where you make a difference in some little people's world, a difference that you had never really anticipated. You create some bonds and relationships that are so strong that will take you, I think, forever. So if these are things that 
are dear to you and to your heart, then this may be the right place for you. When I was a teacher, I used to say, you know, the best part about my day is I'm, I'm with kids all day, every day. As, you know, as I reflect on, on my last few years as a principal, the role is different, but you're still a teacher. There, it, it never leaves you. Luke, it was great to hear these two educators discuss, you know, hearing their call into the profession and their real life experience of changing careers, as well as the way they really articulated that ultimate draw of having such a tremendous impact on other people's lives. Yeah, and it's important to remember, like we, we heard here, that, you know, a teacher is around us at every touch point in our lives and it, it's within a person to give that kind of support to, to each of us. So uh, whether or not you, you, you're you in a classroom or you're in an office or you're in a, you know, auto body shop, you, you, you can be that teacher for someone and it's uh, really encouraging and it was, it was great to talk with these, these two educators. Thank you so much for joining us on Classroom Academy, Learning Made Real. You can find the information we discussed today with links in the show notes. And please keep on listening, share the podcast with your friends, leave comments or a review, and be in touch. We want to hear from you and make your experience real. This podcast has been brought to you by Classroom Academy, and we want to share some really exciting news. Recently, the Classroom Academy, a two-year graduate-level teacher preparation residency, became the first New York State Registered Apprenticeship Program under the new title of teacher. This new designation allows the program to offer, in addition to the $22,000 per year living stipend, tuition assistance to our New York State University candidates. This is a great opportunity that removes barriers for those wanting to come into this challenging and rewarding profession. You know, envisioning this podcast, we came up with the title, Learning Made Real, because that's what we believe we do at Classroom Academy. Our residents, and now apprentices, are matched with expert lead teachers to develop the art of teaching by applying their graduate level learning in a co-teaching environment with students every day. So again, thank you for joining us. And if you'd like more information on Classroom Academy, please visit our website at classroomacademy.org, also linked in today's show notes.